I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside sources. Inside sources. Inside sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources. I'm Ethan Millard, filling in for Boyd today. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate Boyd. Let me fill this chair. The great Boyd Matheson. And uh, I'm just so pleased at how today's gone. I'm not going to lie. You know I started my day a little earlier here on KSL News Radio. I was on with Debbie uh, for Dave and Dujanovic and just had the best time. I always love stepping in and uh, and filling in here and there and just get the biggest kick out of it. And, of course, you can always find me with Alex Curie on the Nightside Project podcast. We've kept that going. Uh, against all odds, you know, the uh, Nightside Project is... Uh, I predict that it will be as immortal as Alex and I both are. That's my prediction. But we got a lot to talk about today, and I wanted to I wanted to do something a little bit different from what you normally hear on Inside Source. I mean, of course, I want to still bring you some of the the same great insight and great information that you're used to on this program. But I'm going to throw in a little twist. I know, boy. I know this is not. I know this is not totally unheard of. But I'm going to take some calls today. And I'm going to take some calls on John Curtis. John Curtis Curtis is a member of Congress and hasn't it been interesting to watch this guy's career unfold? He was mayor of Provo uh, for a number of years. And then he he, uh, joined the Republican delegation to Congress here in the state of Utah. And he's kind of I've always seen him as a man caught between two two things because, you know, he's not a a hardcore fundamentalist conservative. You know that about John Curtis, right? That shouldn't be a surprise. But he's also, he's also not a massive liberal. He's, and, he, and he's struggled at times to kind of identify the place he plays in Utah politics. He's caught a lot of flack for, uh, uh, you know, when people think, think he hasn't quite gotten it right. But he's rolled out something so interesting, and that's called the Conservative Climate Caucus. And basically what he's trying to do is he's trying to find a way for Republicans specifically to engage in the climate change debate, to to be a part of the solution, to change the way conservatives view the climate change debate and to bring people on board in finding the solutions. In fact, I've got the uh, his website up right now, John Curtis, uh, and he um, he's got the first little point on the what we believe section. So he's got the conservative climate caucus here. On his website, it says what we believe. It says the climate is changing and decades of a global industrial era that has brought prosperity to the world has also contributed to that change. 
Now, I think that is significant that John Curtis rolled out and put that into writing and said, this is what I believe, this is what this caucus believes, where conservatives were engaging climate change. And earlier today, he did a, um, a webcast with the Washington Post, and he rolled out the reasons why he thinks this is so important. The best analogy I can use is if I said to a room full of Democrats, if we were talking about immigration, and I said to them, listen, I demand that you acknowledge the wall has some positive impact on immigration, or we're not even going to be, you have no credibility, we're not going to talk to you about immigration. Those Democrats would be uh, probably offended. Um, They would be perhaps a little bit angry. And I think to Republicans, uh, the word climate carries some of that same um, agenda uh, problem. So uh, a lot of us, when we hear climate, we hear Green New Deal. Uh, we hear extreme ideas, we hear shaming, and it, it, it kind of turns Republicans off. But uh, when I stand up here, I'm, I'm in a very Republican district, perhaps one of the most Republican districts in the country. When I stand in front of a town hall meeting and I said, is there anybody that doesn't want to leave this earth better than they found it? Everybody agrees with me. When I talk about our responsibility to be good stewards, everybody agrees with me. So in part, uh, I, I kind of have a plea to my Democratic colleagues to stop making that a litmus test, that question. And on the same time, I have a, a plea to my Republican colleagues to, to stop dodging the question. It's not that hard of a question to answer. And I, I, I think to the extent that we can just get past that, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be much better off talking about our responsibilities and the things that we can do. Does this describe you? Are you a conservative who's been waiting to engage on climate change, but you haven't found the right pitch? You haven't heard the right pitch? Is it still too tied to things like the Green New Deal? And if John Curtis came to you saying that man-made climate change is real, here's the conservative case for it, would you be open to that? I want to hear from you. 801-KSL Talk is the number. That's, oh man, what is that? 575-8255? Yeah. 575-8255. 801-KSL Talk. Give me a buzz. Let's get on the line because here on the other side of the break, I want to start taking some calls because I want to hear from conservatives on this. Is this something, is this a bridge you're willing to cross? Because uh, I'll tell you what, the line among Utah conservatives it has been for some time, and and I'm, I'm not meaning this as any kind of criticism, and I, I think you'd have to admit that I'm getting it right, that man-made climate change is a hoax, that it's not real. But here's John Curtis saying, and this is the this is the stated what we believe portion of the website. The climate is changing and decades of global industrial era humans that has brought prosperity to the world has also contributed to that change. So so the conservative climate caucus believes that you're ready to hear that man made climate change is real and that there is a conservative way to approach this. Are you ready to hear that or do you really think it's a hoax it's not real it's not worth engaging on or that it's literally a bad thing because that's the other side of this you know is is we hear so much about how um about how the green new deal is a bad thing that will hurt our economy in support of the hoax that is man-made climate change so i want to hear from conservatives are you going to engage John Curtis on this 801 KSL talk that's 5758255 Curtis asserts that Utahns are ready for this debate 
because we already know. Utahns for the last uh, a couple of weeks have, have uh, looked out the window in the mornings and seen a haze of smoke. I don't think it needs to be named. They can see it. They can actually almost touch it right there, out there, right? It is so thick. These are forest, smoke coming from forest fires from Oregon and from California. And, and I'm just telling you, I, I think uh, you could name them. Maybe that helps, but I'm, I, I guarantee it. Utahns are very in tune with the danger of these fires um, and, and the drought that we're experiencing right now. We, we, we experience it firsthand uh, literally every day here. The drought, the fires, the product of man-made climate change, or man—I I guess maybe I should say in because uh, I don't want to—I don't want to misstate or overstate his position. I guess at, at the very least, I should say that he Curtis is asserting that humans have played a role in climate change. I think that's fair to say because he does say decades of global industrial era that has brought prosperity to the world has also contributed to that change. So I think at least that's fair, right? I don't I don't want to overstate his position. Give us a call, 801-KSL-TALK. Uh, also text in 57500. I want to hear from you. Are you a conservative? Did you previously believe this was a hoax? Would you engage John Curtis on this, or is he just headed down the wrong path? 801-KSL-TALK, that's 575-8255. Also, give me those texts, 57500. Uh, that's a number I have not forgotten. And I honestly think I'll be repeating that number on my deathbed someday. 57500. Drop that in on the text line because I'd love to just get as much comment because I think it is, this seems like an important point in Utah politics. And it's, a, it's either an important part because we're going to start engaging the environment and talking about the environment differently as a conservative state or John Curtis is bringing an end to his political career. Either way, it's. I feel like this is a significant moment that he's rolled out for us. So I'd love to hear from you. 801 KSL Talk, and we'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to... Give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.